Hey everyone, welcome to episode 6 of Soda with Sandy. And that sound effect was basically a can of soda opening up. And this was a suggestion given to, my, given to me by my friend Max. And Max is actually on our podcast today. So let's go and say hi to him and talk to him. Hey everyone, I have my friend Max with me. And Max and me went to high school together. And one of the topics we're going to talk about today is traveling. And Max has traveled a lot in the last two years. And I just want to get like insights about traveling and all of that from him. So hi, Max. Hey, Sandy. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for agreeing to do this, dude. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yep. My pleasure. Yeah, and like, I remember um, you started traveling freshman year or sophomore year of college, my guy? Yeah, um, I started traveling summer, really started traveling summer after my freshman year. Uh Um, The first thing that I did was uh, I went on a volunteer project for four weeks in Bali. I worked in uh, in a school, an elementary school in a small village on the island, um, just teaching after school English courses um, for half the time. And then the other half of the time I was there, uh, I was working on a sea turtle conservation on an island called Nusa Penida. Uh, and altogether it was about four weeks, but that's really where I kind of like, I guess you could say, caught the travel bug and like knew that I really wanted to prioritize traveling in my life. Yeah, I remember you like, you sent those snaps out and everything. That was like super cool. Didn't you have like a vlog channel when you were there for a little bit? Or- um, I didn't, not so much a vlog, I just posted like daily volumes of Instagram, on Instagram really. Um, so like day one, this is what I did, day two, this is what I did. Um, Cause it was really quite an action packed four weeks. Uh, and it was my first travel experience. So I was super excited to share it. And I was completely on my own as well. Uh, so it was a cool way to like connect with people back home. That's true, man. Like, and did you like try like the different cuisines there and everything, or how was the food experience? Like, because you said you when you traveled to like Mexico before that, right? And this was like all over in a like a whole different continent that's like super far away. How was like adjusting to the new cuisine and everything? How was that like? Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, so. For Bali specifically, uh, they warn you, uh, at least they warn Western travelers, that if you're not used to the cuisine, you can get something called Bali belly, uh, <laughs> which is essentially just your digestive system isn't used to the diet and you just get deathly ill for like a few days and just constant vomiting. Luckily, I didn't have that. The food was great. Uh, I was mostly staying in a volunteer house and they had chefs who cooked uh, fresh food every single day for uh, breakfast and dinner. And uh, like, when I say fresh, I'm talking like, they raised chickens and then they slaughtered the chickens and plucked them and like cooked it for us in the backyard. <laughs> That's and, really, really impressive. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really good too, I, I loved it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool. There was a lot of different types of food on the island. Uh, I would describe Indonesian food as like a 
cross between Thai and Indian, but like not as spicy, not as not as much spice in the food. Uh, it was a lot of uh, a lot of rice, and then there was uh, a lot of noodles as well. It was pretty good. Uh, it wasn't super different from anything you would like expect, I guess. Uh-huh. But it was delicious. I'd go back and eat as much rice and chicken <laughs> as I could. Dude, I've never had Indonesian food before. Do you know any of the re- like? Do you know any Indonesian restaurants in like the Arizona circuit? I I think that the market for Indonesian food is not that big. Uh-huh. I I like it's. I'll be honest, like Indian food and Thai food and Chinese food, like they're all over the place. So much better, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just in my opinion, because I think that the flavors are a lot stronger. And um, yeah, like I would take a good pad Thai or like anything over just like a normal Indonesian rice dish. But not to say it was bad; it was still really good. No, I feel my. I love Thai food in like Arizona. There's so many of these places; they're actually really nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, how was like meeting people on these trips? You said you didn't go with any of your friends or anybody like you knew before, right? No. Yeah, I did everything uh, on my own. So, in Bali, it was very easy to meet people because I. I signed up for the volunteer program, and my accommodations were made for me. So I was staying in a volunteer house the whole time. So there were like forty, fifty people that I can immediately just start talking to. But in the rest of my travels, um, it was kind of up to me to make friends. I, they weren't just like right there for me. So for anyone who's hasn't traveled uh, and is thinking like, oh, I don't know, like. The best way to do it, um, I can tell you, without a doubt, the best way to to travel, in my opinion, is to stay in hostels uh, wherever you are. Because I, I didn't know anyone I, on any of my travels; I was solo, oh. and uh, I, so I just was like, "All right, I'll stay in hostels. They're a great way to meet new people." Um, and it's if you don't know what a hostel is, it's like a really cheap hotel, essentially. And all the rooms have, or most of the rooms have bunk beds, uh, so they're shared with um, between anywhere between four and fifteen other people at a time, and it's just a very um, social atmosphere. And that was an amazing way to make friends with people from all over the world and hear all about people's different experiences. Um, and I, I, I wouldn't have done it another way. It beats an Airbnb by a million. <laughs> Dude, I've heard about these hostel stuff from like a cousin of mine. Then, like, she actually traveled all around Europe in these like hostels and everything. And yeah. she went to the place where like pizza was first started. And she said it was like pretty cool and like it was almost reduces like sixty percent of the cost as well, right? Oh yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> If you're um, looking at a difference between staying in a hotel room and a hostel room, it's night and day. Um, one of my favorite hostels that I stayed in was in Budapest. Uh, the hostel company or group put on events for the people uh, every single night, Monday through Sunday. A uh, different event every night. One night we had a, a boat tour on the river. One night it was a party bus. One night 
um it was like beer olympics like oh, it was no, tons no, of different no. stuff <laughs> this was a more like party hostel but it was amazing anyways it cost seven dollars a night to stay in this hostel Dude, um, I think, like, which is ridiculous <laughs> yeah that's really good <laughs> Are you in touch with like any of these people that you met in like Bali and everything like later on? Yeah, yeah, I stay in touch with some of them. Um the cool thing is that I I like still like would consider like a lot of people like my friends, but it's like you can have an experience that lasts like a day, two days a week with someone and you don't even have to talk to them anymore and those memories are still like super valuable and and really cool to look back on but i still keep in touch with a good amount of people from bali as well as um europe and then uh definitely israel as well um i have some israeli friends that are going to come and visit soon oh that's nice i didn't even know you went to israel dude that's pretty sick <laughs> yeah israel is is amazing it's a beautiful country and i hope that i can go soon we actually had, i think like I think I heard about you in Israel because you ran into William Marhofer there. That's right, I did. Yeah. He got me back some like stuff from Israel and he was like, "Yeah, I saw Max Goodman at this place one day." I was like, "What?" <laughs> that yeah, that was that was insane. I think we were in Tiberias for, on New Year's. Uh-huh. I, if if my memory serves me, wait, um, was that New Year's? And, oh, that was just like me. That was Jan. That was December. Yeah, that was Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was over December and January, and I, it was we had gone to Tiberius, right next to the Sea of Galilee, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think if the, if I'm remembering correctly, I was walking either into or out of a bar, and I was just. I kind of did a double take and I was like, "Wait, I know this kid." I was like, "William." <laughs> he turns around, he's like, "Oh yeah, Max." Yeah, that that's pretty interesting. And you guys are in like high school together and you're running to each other in Israel. That's just Yeah. Like, yeah, that's absolutely sick. insane. <laughs> and he was on his birthright trip there like over the winter break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's what I was doing as well. Oh, So like did you see any change in yourself after all of these travels and everything and like after effects of all these travels? Yeah, um I know that's a cliche like that's a cliche question but like <laughs> I had to. <laughs> no, it's it's a good question though. I think it's important to to talk about. I think a lot of people and certainly myself also um I had this expectation that I was going to like travel the world and like it was going to change me so much as a person and like I was just going to see this like dramatic change in my personality and like my perspective on everything and um after my first few times uh traveling abroad I was like mm, you know like after getting back I was like I don't really feel very much different I still feel like normal same max which um I was like I don't really know what people are talking about but <laughs> after a while um it's more of like a self reflection after a long period of time and looking at your values your perspective and your interests afterwards like not just like a week after you get back but um in the long term so i'd say my trip to bali um one of the things that that did for me that i didn't really realize until 
months after was that it made me extremely passionate about um, about environmental issues because uh, it I've never seen a better contrast of our problems with the beauty of the world in Bali. Mm-hmm. They have a terrible pollution issue. Um, I'm not talking about like air pollution and, and fossil fuel burning like we normally talk about uh, in America. I mean like just trash being dumped everywhere into this like absolutely gorgeous landscape um, in the ocean and on, on land. I mean there's waterfalls everywhere. There's sea turtles like thriving in the, well not thriving in the ocean, but that could be thriving in the ocean. And um, everything's just polluted by plastic and trash. And that was like, that that really opened my eyes to the severeness of, of the problem of environmental issues uh, that we have. And that wasn't something that I really realized until months later. And then likewise, uh, if we're talking about Israel, um, I, I basically did birthright for like a, a free trip. I, my dad's side of the family is Jewish. I wasn't really raised Jewish, um, but my whole dad's side of the family has like, we're all like Jewish by blood and like ha- we're practicing like for generations back. Um, but I knew like, okay, I can go to Israel, get a free trip. I love to travel. I'm very interested in politics. So I, I'd love to learn more about, uh, more about the conflict and the history of the region. And then also a little bit more about the cultural side. And uh, when I got back from that trip, it, after meeting the, the Israelis and um, some Palestinians as well, made me extremely passionate about um, working toward a solution for, for the crisis that we have here. So um, that's that's actually what has inspired me now. I'm in the process of applying for a, a Fulbright grant to do a master's degree in, in Tel Aviv next year and study security and diplomacy. So hopefully, if that that's works awesome, out, man. that will turn into a, a career in foreign affairs, working in diplomacy between uh, the United States and the Middle East. Where is Tel Aviv? I'm dumb, so I can't hear like Tel Aviv. Oh, yeah. No, no, you're good. So Tel Aviv is like the largest like metropolitan city in Israel, uh-huh. and it's on the west coast of, of the country. Uh-huh. Um, kind of more, more toward the middle of the country um, in terms of um, north and south, but all the way west. That's pretty sick, man, yeah. That's, that's like yeah like I need to like know my geography because I really don't know what the east and the west coast is like to be honest because one of my friends was telling me I'm a planetologist in the east coast I was like where is the east coast <laughs> so, like, yeah. yeah dude like it's kind of weird and like actually, I know about your like Bali trip because I think I hung with you when you were like dog sitting one day and you were telling me about it but after that I know you traveled a bunch I don't know what places did you travel to what other countries did you go to <laughs> yeah so Bali was the first um, then I, I really that I got addicted so the next year I did a study abroad semester in Berlin and I kind of planned it out so that I would have two weeks of free travel before my semester started and then another three weeks after it ended. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, I flew in to Frankfurt, Germany. Um, then I made my way to Berlin, uh, Amsterdam, uh, Bruges in Belgium, Vienna, Austria, and then Budapest, Hungary, uh, and then made my way back to Berlin for the semester. And during the semester, I traveled to a couple places in Germany, um, some small towns. Uh, for spring break that year, I went to Spain. Uh, I hung out for a week in uh, Barcelona and Madrid. Then I went to Prague for a week as well, um, partway through that semester. And then after the semester ended, I went to Munich. I went to um, Dubrovnik, Croatia, which is King's Landing in Game of Thrones. If oh, anyone dude, Croatia is like can picture a- it. That's Asterix and Obelix as well. That's where it's all set, right? Or like, if I'm right. Okay, but I think I see like King's Landing in Game of Thrones. Is that where like the palace is, like where Cersei and everybody stay? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, okay. So that's. And it looks exactly like it does in the, in the show. It's beautiful. But um, so I went there. And then after that, I just did a, a tour of Italy. I went south to north, um, started down in the um, island next to the boot in Sicily, and then did the Amalfi Coast, Naples, um, Pompeii, Rome, Florence, Venice, and Pisa. That's pretty sick. It was it was awesome. Yeah, I would love to do it again. <laughs> but I, I really want to see new places as well. But I would I would go back to really anywhere that I've already been. What's like the dream destination for Max, dude? <laughs> I've always said, um, I mean, there's a lot. Uh, I, I want to see as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to pick one place, I, I've always dreamed of going to Japan. Um, I don't know why, but maybe it's because I love Japanese food so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm really fascinated with the culture. Um, and just from looking at photos and stuff, it just looks like a beautiful country. And it's kind of got a cool balance between like an extremely lively, um, like city life and like nightlife atmosphere. If you're, that's in, Tokyo, right? Um, certain parts of Japan, like I believe, like Osaka and uh, Tokyo, yeah. and and then if you go to like Kyoto, mm-hmm. it's it, it's so serene and just calm and relaxing, and I it just sounds very fascinating to me. No, I actually was watching. Uh, black panther last week and remember they actually go to tokyo to like catch them oh uh, yeah yeah i was like dude like tokyo looks super sick i <laughs> just like watched it a week ago <laughs> yeah so what's, what would be your dream destination um i'm not traveled as much as you are not in my conscious years at least because i like my family used to travel when i was a kid but after that like what's my dream destination i actually want to go to like Europe like like the Europe trip like Amsterdam and um, so like Paris to be honest it's like I like like your I like the old school kind of stuff man like Paris like Amsterdam like Venice Berlin and everything <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yep. so like I think Europe would be like a top pick for me and otherwise I actually want to visit Australia again 
um my parents always talk about how like beautiful it was and everything and i don't remember too much of it which sucks so i definitely like if corona wasn't a real thing i would like <laughs> it's not a real thing as in i mean like it wasn't around i would have gone sure. next year <laughs> yeah but now i don't know when i'll go but i'll definitely go to that place yeah well when you go let me know cuz i'm i've been dying to go to australia as well Dude, i especially i really want to see the uh the great barrier reef while while it's still around <laughs> dude i actually first learned how to walk outside like a para house and stuff i'm not even kidding <laughs> i like actually where, I'm, yeah where did you live in australia i lived in melbourne in where in melbourne oh nice i've yeah. heard really great things yeah but dude yeah like You said like you should actually come to India with me sometime too and that'll be pretty sick. <laughs> oh, anytime. Well, as long as I can afford it anytime. <laughs> <laughs> like how do you manage to do all of this? Like how do you like you said something about like how you like spend wisely when you go on these trips. How do you like manage to yeah. like travel so much? That's one of the last questions I want to I don't want to take up too much of your time on a Sunday. <laughs> no, I I love I love being here and talking with you about this. Uh, so I'm I'm happy to answer. That's a really great question and I think that's a really important question um to talk about. So I think that there's a uh, a preconceived notion in a lot of people's heads certainly was in mine that traveling is always super expensive and you have to have a bunch of money in order to be able to afford to travel and have fun. Um and that it's not going to be worth it unless you have tens of thousands of dollars saved up for like a, a long trip and i know from experience that this is just not true um i it really comes down to making it a priority in your life people ask me like you've been to so many places you're so young um like how did you afford it well i worked in high school for 2 years before i graduated and i just didn't spend my money on stupid stuff like i didn't <laughs> buy new clothes or go eat out with my money i saved it up so i had entering my freshman year of college i probably had close to $10,000 saved up and now i don't have very much but i i spent it basically all of that $10,000 almost all of it on traveling uh so like plane flights are expensive But like I said, there's a lot of ways that you can cut costs when you're when you're abroad. Staying in hostels is a phenomenal way to cut costs. You will decrease the amount of money you spend on accommodations by like 80% if you stay in the hostels and choose them the right way. And it comes with the added bonus of free friends. Especially when you're traveling solo, it kind of forces you to get out of your shell and start talking to new people. and basically anywhere i would go um i would just say hey what's up do you guys are you guys doing anything today and we would just like spend a few days together um exploring which is awesome another place that i cut corners or cut costs was food now that was a big sacrifice because obviously when you're traveling one of the things that you want to do is try yeah, a food. lot of awesome food so usually what i would do is i would budget um in each each place that i would visit i would budget about like one really good meal per 
city or per place. And then every other time I would just eat the, the cheap stuff because to me, I would rather uh, save that money for other trips rather than um, eating things that are more expensive than I need to be eating. I feel that. And another way is by finding the cheapest ways to travel, physically travel, like train, plane, car, in between countries. So um, when I was in Europe, I bought a U-Rail pass, which basically is a system where you pay upfront a certain amount of money and you get a certain amount of travel days, mm -hmm. but you can go anywhere you want. So for me, I bought uh, 15 travel days within three months between the beginning of January or starting in the beginning of January. So I had 15 days where I could travel on as many trains as I wanted mm -hmm. uh, and to wherever I wanted. So I didn't have to decide everything beforehand. So I bought that and then I kind of just, um, the night when I was like tired of a place or like I wanted to move on, I would just basically like look on Google Maps and look at train times and just decide then and there where I wanted to go next. So just finding deals like that where you can get a lot of bang for your buck is another great way to save money. Um, but yeah, it really just comes down to personal finance and being responsible with your money. Um, having like the discipline to skip skip on you eating out what's with like friends your priority and kind skip of thing. on uh, buying new clothes and just think of the goal of where you want to be where you want to go and save up toward that and i promise it's like really not as hard as people make it out to be yeah so you're saying it's, it's all about prioritization right in, in a in the crux of it yeah exactly exactly um, yeah thanks a lot for like coming through for this and i hope we actually get a travel somewhere after corona season's done thank you again max <laughs> of course and i Yes, I really hope that we get to travel somewhere together as well. Um, let me know a time and place and I'm there, man. Big bet. Thank you. <laughs> see you All right, see you later. Oh, thank you.